Welcome to Project Encouragement. Oftentimes in life, we face struggles that keep us broken, discouraged, and downhearted. But the Word says that David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. So we're hoping our broadcast can help you stay encouraged on your journey. Hello, and welcome to Project Encouragement, and welcome to this episode if I had a title this episode, it would be, I might be down, but I'm not out. The scriptures I want to use today is Psalms 13, verses 1 through 6, and the reading of the word goes like this. How long will thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long will thou hide that face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Lighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death, lest my enemies say I have prevailed against him, and those that trouble me rejoice when I am moved. But I have trusted in thy mercy. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I will sing unto the Lord, because he hath dealt bountifully with me. Again, if I, if I had to title this episode, it would be, I might be down, but I'm not out. We need to understand the backstory of this. David, he's coming from a, a, a perspective of he's down and out. David, he has just been anointed to be the next king of Israel. David has just defeated Goliath. And David becomes loved by all. He's still a young man. And people are seeing David's praises. Oh, David has killed tens of thousands and only King Saul has killed thousands. So now King Saul, he becomes jealous of David. And King Saul becomes obsessed with killing David. And David finds himself on the run like a fugitive in the hills of Judah for 12 long years. He's running for his life. He is being hunted and haunted by a madman. He's hiding in the bushes. He's hiding beneath boulders, living like a beast. He's dirty. He's hungry. He's worried. He's having doubts. He's lonely and he's feeling down. He feels like he is going down for the last time and all he has is him and God. And I want to remind you, you might be down, but you're not out. You might be like David. And if we read Psalms 13, it's like a prayer that David prayed to God that like he, he felt like he was going down for the last time. Like David, the stresses of life get us down. Some of us are going through or have gone through some of the stresses of life. Some of us might be going through a sickness today. Some of us might be dealing with the loss of a loved one. Some of us are dealing with job problems. Some of us are dealing with financial setbacks. Some of us are dealing with addictions. Some of us are, are, are dealing with emotional problems. Some of us are dealing with depression, being overwhelmed, tired, or just busy. And some of us are being falsely accused. Some of us are being mistreated. Some of us are being talked about. Some of us are being misunderstood by our family and our friends. Some of us are just going through some discouragement right now. We're discouraged about what tomorrow holds or what's going on in life. Some of us are dealing with fear. 
And some of us are dealing with worry. Some of us are dealing with unbelief. And some of us are just dealing with confusion. Now, many of us are like David in verses 1 and 2. David, he's on his face. He's focusing on his misery. He's focusing on how deep his trial is. He's focused on how long his trial is. That's like many of us. We are focused on the trial at hand. And David says it best. And right here in verses 1 and 2, he said, How long will you forget me, God? How long will you hide your face from me? I don't know about you, but when I've gone, when I feel like I'm going down for the last time, I feel that there's trials going on. And right now I'm going through some things. And right now you might be going through some things. And you're asking God, how long are you going to forget me? How long are you not going to care about me, God? How long are you going to abandon me? How long, God, are you going to leave me lonely? How long are you going to depart your presence from me? How long will you let me suffer? How long do I have to go through this trial? How long do I have to go through this storm? How long do I have to go through this season? How long do I have to go through this tribulation? How long do I have to go through this valley? How long do I have to go through this? And have you even asked God, do you even know what I'm going through, God? Do you even listen to my prayers? Do you even know how I'm feeling? Do you even know that this is killing me? Do you even know this is tormenting me? Do you even know this is hurting me? Have you even, have you just cried out and said, God, do you even love me? God, are you even there? And then we start quoting the word to try to encourage ourselves. I know the word says you'll fight my battles. I know the word says you'll never leave me nor forsake me. I know you'll supply my needs, but where are you? Have we been there? I'm, I've been there before. I'm going through some trials and maybe you're going through some trials asking the same thing. And David, in verse 2, he said, How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow daily? David, if you read, if you read in the Bible, if you read in Hebrew, take, uh, Hebrew means, take counsel means to plan. David is planning his way out of the circumstances. David was going to take matters in his own hands. How many of us have done that? Or many of us are thinking the same thing. I've got this. I can fix this. I'm, I can do this because God isn't helping me right now. God gave me a mind. I need to use it. Well, God helps those who help themselves. I know the right people who can help me. I know where I can go for help. I can call my boss. I can call the bank. I can call a friend. I can call someone in the family, my aunt, my uncle, mom, dad. Mamo, Papa, my neighbor. But listen, brother, sister, a neighbor, never in the Bible it tells us to do things our way. It tells us to what? Trust in God and He will fix things. What do you mean, you ask? Well, if you look in Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall what direct thy paths. And First Peter 5, 7 says it best. Cast all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. 
But when the byproduct of doing things ourselves, we find sorrow. David said, having sorrow in my heart daily. That's the byproduct of doing things ourselves. Uh, have you found yourself doing that? Or right now, I'm telling you, you're thinking about doing things yourself. It's only going to bring sorrow. It's only going to bring more strain to the situation. It's only going to bring more frustration. It's only going to bring more agony. It's going to bring more anguish. It's going to bring more of a hardship on you. It's going to bring more heartaches. It's going to bring more misery. It's going to bring more pain. It's certainly going to bring more regret. It's going to bring more remorse. It's going to be more sadness and suffering and up and, and unhappiness and worry. But most of all, it's going to bring depression. If you do things yourself, that's what David, he said, he's finding sorrow if, if I do things my, my way. Now, in verse 2, it's funny because his pride, David's pride has been wounded and now it retaliates to its enemies. And have we been like that? Have we retaliated? Have we done things ourselves and said, you know, uh, I regret this trial. You know, this is embarrassing. My, my enemies are looking upon me. They're like, look, he's going down for the last time. This is humiliates. This is pure humiliation. Everyone's rejoicing over me. Everyone's laughing at me. Everyone is enjoying this trial that I'm going through. Everyone's mocking me. I'm ashamed about what I'm, how I got in this trial. And like David, he wanted to crawl under a rock and die. He just wanted to disappear. Have you been like that? But see, listen, brother, sister, friend, uh, neighbor, God only designs the depth of your trials, but also the length of our trials. See these first two day, these two first two verses. David turns against everyone and everything except himself. See, listen, when we try to handle things our way, we turn against God, the enemy, and our circumstances instead of asking the Lord, what are you trying to teach me? So David was on his face on verses 1 and 2. Now David finds himself on his knees. Verses 3 through 4, he said, Consider and hear me, O Lord, my God. Lighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed against him. And those that trouble me rejoice when I am removed. David is taking his burden to the Lord and admitting his own dependence on him. Basically, David, he comes to his senses. Have we ever done that? We throw a pity party and then we come to our senses and be like, what was I thinking? I know better. I, I was so selfish doing that. Man, I was so stupid. I have lost my mind. Why did I even think those things? I've lost my focus just for a moment. I lost my faith for a moment. David said that, and we've done that before. Have we become to our senses? And now David redirects his complaints. Now he's talking to, to God about him. He's talking to the Lord about him. And he says, consider me and hear me, God. David, he, you know, his distance from God now is getting closer. And his minds and his thoughts are gone because he's turning everything over to God. And then David, I like this, he said... Enlighten my eyes. And, you know, and, and David is saying, listen, Lord, cause my eyes to shine again. 
if you really read into this, this is a good example of when we lose our joy, we lose our shine. But a good example of making your face shine is if you read in number 6, verses 24 through 25. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee, be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Many of us, like David, we have lost our shine in the eyes of the trials that is before us. We have lost our shine in our eyes because of the tribulations, because of storms of life, because of the valleys, and because of the, the stresses of life. So when the joy leaves us, so does our shine. So David's asking God to shine on him again. And today, we need to ask God to shine on us again. Shine on me again. Lord, shine on me again. Send that joy. Lord, send the peace back. Lord, send the comfort. Lord, send understanding. Lord, send faith. Lord, send belief. And Lord, send the patience back. And it says right here, in verse number four, lest my enemy say I have prevailed against him, and those that trouble me rejoice when I am moved. I like this. Instead of worrying about the exalted enemies, David now, he mentally releases his enemies to the Lord and lets the Lord take care of the results. We need to be like David. We need to turn our enemies over to the Lord and say, Lord, Turn my, I turn my enemies over to you. Lord, shut their mouths. Lord, make them go away. Lord, protect me from my enemies. Lord, stop the enemies in their tracks. Lord, I am trusting you. Now, if we notice David, he changes his mind and spirit when he decides to lay everything out before God. This is the best part about this whole Psalms because David was first on his face, then he was on his knees. But right here, David is on his feet, verses 5 and 6. But I have trusted in thy mercy, my heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I will sing unto the Lord because he hath dealt bountifully with me. What I love about the word but, it's a contrast word. If we, leave, if we read in the Old Testament, the, the, God says something and he says, but, that means there's some bad news coming. You need to do this, but. Now, I love the word but in the New Testament because when you hear the word but, it means there's good news coming. It's a contrast word. So David is saying, and we need to say, Lord, in contrast... To my earlier complaints, Lord, in contrast to my earlier accusations, Lord, in contrast to my earlier criticism, Lord, in contrast to my early grievances, Lord, in contrast to my earlier gripes, and Lord, in contrast to my earlier dissatisfaction, Lord, in, in contrast to my mindset and my dim outlook and my pride heart, Lord, right now, I am trusting you that you have heard my prayers. And Lord, I am trusting that you have seen my tears. And Lord, I have trusted that you have lifted my spirit because I know you're going to give me my joy back. Lord, I know you're going to give me my peace back. Lord, I know you're going to give me my understanding back. And Lord, I know you're going to give me my clarity. And Lord, I am I'm trusting that you're going to shut my enemies down. 
And Lord, I'm trusting you're going to shine on me again. Lord, I have trusted that you will deliver me. Lord, I have trusted you will protect me. Lord, I have trusted that you would guide me. And now David, he said, I'm going to rejoice in my salvation. Listen, we need to say, Lord, I'm going to praise you for what you've done in the past. I'm going to praise you because you saved my soul from a devil's hell. Lord, I'm going to praise you because you healed my body from sickness. Lord, I'm going to praise you. You fixed my job problems. Lord, I'm going to praise you because you fixed my marriage. Lord, you put food on my table. Lord, you put shoes on my feet. Lord, you put clothes on my back. Lord, you put shelter over my head. Lord, you made a way when there was no way. Lord, you was a friend when I was friendless. Lord, you was a rock in a weary land. Lord, you gave me water when I was thirsty. Lord, you've done it before, done it for me before, and I believe you'll do it again. And now we say, we got to say, Lord, right now I praise you for what you're going to do for me now. Lord, I praise you for fixing my trials that I'm in right now. Lord, I'm praising you for fixing my tribulations that I'm in right now. Lord, I'm praising you for what for fixing my valley that I'm in. Lord, I'm praising you for fixing my worry that I'm in right now. Lord, I'm praising you for the unbelief that I'm in. I'm praising you're going to fix the unbelief that I'm in right now. Lord, I praise you for fixing my depression that I'm in right now. Lord, I praise you for fixing my sickness that I'm in right now. Lord, I'm going to praise you for fixing my financial problems. Lord, I'm praising you for you're going to fix my family problems. And Lord, I'm praising you because you're going to fix the confusion that I'm in right now. Listen, you can say, Lord, I might be down, but I'm not out. And brother, sister, friend, neighbor, you might be down, but you're not out. And David said, I will sing praises unto the Lord because you have dealt bountifully with me. There's an old song that I love. I love the lyrics of this song. It gets me excited when I hear these lyrics and I hear the song. But the, the, the song is through it all, through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend on his word. And I love the verses. It says, I've had many tears and sorrows. I've had questions for tomorrow. There's been times I didn't know right from wrong. But in every situation, God gave me blessed consolation that my trials come to only make me strong. I've been to lots of places. I've seen lots of faces. There's been times I felt so all alone, but in my lonely hours, yes, those precious lonely hours, Jesus let me know that I was his own. I thank God for the mountains. I thank him for the valleys. I thank him for the storms he brought me through. But if I never had a problem, I wouldn't know God could solve them. I never know what faith in God can do. Brother, sister, friend, neighbor, I hope this word falls on good. I hope this gives you some encouragement. God knows your tears. He knows what you're going through. We just have to trust in him and give him everything that we have. And I know it's tough because we feel that God ain't doing things fast enough for us. And we think that we can do it ourselves. 
But I, I just implore you and I encourage you to just turn it over to the Lord. And before I leave today, I'd like to pray for you. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that this this podcast will fall on good ground. Lord, I pray a brother, a sister, a neighbor, a friend who needs encouragement will get a hold of this and get some encouragement and look in Psalms 13 and read it for themselves. And I pray that they will turn over their problems to you. And Lord, I pray that when they when they get done throwing that pity party, they don't do things in their own will. Lord, I pray they turn everything over to you and give, and Lord, I pray you give them patience and understanding and wisdom. And Lord, right now, if there's someone backslidden, undone, and needs salvation, Lord, I pray that you give them salvation right now. And Lord, I pray for someone who needs peace, give them peace, comfort, and understanding. And Lord, I ask these prayers up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, till next time, bless you. Thank you for listening to the broadcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a comment, or if you have a prayer request, feel free to inbox us, and we will pray and believe God with you. Until next time, remember Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever.